0: hello and praise the Lord welcome to biblical moments this is evangelist Frank King I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ hey have you ever been traveling somewhere and eventually noticed that you were on the wrong road for reaching your destination sad but true that is the status of some people who are trying to make it to heaven in this episode I want to talk about being on the wrong road to heaven I will be talking to you from Matthew chapter 19 and I will be using the King James version of the Bible stay with me as I talk about the wrong road to heaven Suppose you and I had to earn salvation to get to heaven. Think about that. Now some people would say, okay, I can do that. Or some might even say, I'm good to go already. You know, like those whom you try to witness to, and they start telling you all the good things they do like, I don't curse. And I help old ladies cross the street, etc. But when people respond that way, what you are hearing are the words of the ignorant and or of the self-righteous. If you think you can earn your way to heaven, you have no idea of how high God's moral standards are. In Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 9, for example, the Bible says, The thought of foolishness is sin. Not the actual acting upon it, but the mere thought of foolishness is sin in the eyes of God. My point is that if you and I had to earn our way to heaven, heaven would be an empty place. There would be no one there but God, his son, and the heavenly host. And that's why the message of salvation by grace through faith in Christ is the good news. What separates Christianity from every other religion is the concept of salvation by grace and not by works. In Christianity, we don't do good works to become saved. But we do good works because we are saved. So, this young man came to Jesus one day and he wanted to know how to get to heaven. According to Matthew chapter 19 and verse 16, here is what he asked Jesus. He said, good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Now note the word good because that's going to be important in this message. He wanted to know what good thing he needed to do for eternal life. So Jesus says to him, verse 17, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Now that last statement is kind of unsettling to us because we live in the grace era. Jesus suggests that the man needed to keep the commandments in order to gain eternal life. Well, let's bear in mind that during Jesus' public ministry, we were still under the Old Testament era. The New Testament and the message of grace did not become a reality until Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So he told this man, you need to keep the commandments. Furthermore, the man specifically asked what good things he needed to do to be saved. So Jesus said, you need to keep the commandments. But the man wanted to know which commandment or commandments Jesus was talking about. You see, in the Old Testament, the scriptures are loaded with do's and don'ts as commandments. So Jesus clarifies which commandments he was talking about. He says in verse 18, thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Verse 19 Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus was, in effect, telling the man, You must keep the Ten Commandments if you want to have eternal life. Now, in John chapter 3 and verse 16, which we all know jesus says god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life but he tells this man in order to receive eternal life you must keep the commandments of course jesus knows who he's dealing with here this man was not fazed by what jesus said because he thought he was good listen to what he says about himself in verse 20 he says all these things have i kept from my youth up what lack i yet clearly this man believes that he can earn his way to heaven now jesus did not call him a liar based on his response in this verse 20 But the truth is that you can't keep all the Ten Commandments to God's satisfaction. No one can. That's why God sent his son to die for us. Because none of us can measure up to God's moral standards to make it into heaven. And that's why this man was on the wrong road to heaven. I don't doubt the fact that this man was one who practiced the Ten Commandments all the days of his life as he claimed. I don't doubt the sincerity of his heart when he came to Jesus. This man wanted to know what was lacking in his life. In other words, what am I yet missing? So in verse 21, Jesus says to the man, if you will be perfect. Or should we say, if you want to be complete, go and sell that thou has and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Jesus was saying, if you really want to be complete, here it is. You have to give up this world and follow me. And you know, that's what the Lord wants from all of us. My friend, he wants our heart. Well, the young man was not willing to go there with Jesus. Verse 22 tells us that when the young man heard what Jesus said, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. The sad truth is that There are people who are interested in going to heaven, but they are holding on to something that they value so much. They're not willing to part with it to go to heaven. The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? At the end of verse 20, the man asked Jesus, what do I yet lack? In other words, I have been living by the Ten Commandments all my life. What is it that's still missing? Now, when you combine what he says there with the fact that he came to Jesus in the first place, it suggests that he sensed something was lacking. Think about it. Why did he come to Jesus with this manner of conversation? You see, I believe that anybody who trusts in his good works alone to get to heaven has the sense that something is yet missing. There is a spiritual emptiness on the inside of us that can only be filled through a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. That's the only way we can be translated from death to life it's the only way we can be delivered from darkness to the light and until that happens the sense that something is missing will always be there the sad truth is that many people today are on the wrong road to heaven and a lot of it comes down to people's flawed theology For instance, some people believe in universalism. That is a theological doctrine that says everyone will eventually be saved. Some people believe God is a loving God and a loving God will not allow any person to go to a terrible place like hell. And it's true that God is love, but also God is the judge of all the earth. And some people are like the man we have been talking about today who thinks he can do enough good deeds to earn a place in heaven. Sad but true. All of those I just mentioned are on the wrong road to heaven. You see, God's moral standards are so high that none of us can successfully meet them it is true that we are born again and because of that we are a new creation but one thing hasn't changed that is we are still clothed in corruptible flesh that's why the only way for us to get to heaven is by grace through faith in the lord jesus christ If we have any other plan for making it to heaven, we are on the wrong road to heaven and it is past time to do an about face. The bottom line is that we can't earn salvation no matter how hard we try. Salvation is a gift from God given to us when we repent of our sins and place our faith in Jesus's redemptive work on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey friend, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you were blessed and challenged as we talked about the wrong road to heaven. And until next time, this is evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.